Hey guys, it's Jackson, and welcome back to another episode of Reality Talk with Jackson. In this week's episode, get ready to be blown away as we sit down with the one and only Alan Katz. He's a celebrity wedding officiant and entertainer. From his appearances on popular reality shows like 90 Day Fiance and The Prank Panel, to officiating the wedding of none other than Britney Spears herself, Alan shares his incredible experiences in the industry and spills the tea on what it's really like to be in the spotlight. Trust me, this episode is packed with laughter, jaw-dropping stories, and a whole lot of fun. So without further ado, here is my interview with Alan Katz. I hope you guys enjoy. Well, anyway, like I said, thanks for doing this. I'm excited to chat with you. My pleasure. Yes, yes. So first, I kind of want you to introduce yourself so people can kind of know who you are and a little bit about yourself and your business. Okay. So, hey, my name is Alan Katz. Um, I run a wedding business where I marry people. I now pronounce you husband and wife. And... uh Love what I do. I have the most amazing life, the most amazing wife. And most recently, which is one of the reasons I'm here, and that's on the back in my background, I was on the new TV show, the new hit show, The Prank Panel with Johnny Knoxville, Eric Andre, and Gabby Sibide. Yes, that's awesome. And so you and your wife have you you're both um you both own this business, right? So it's the great officiants. How long have you guys done this? Um, well, we've been together. I've been doing this for 20 years. We've been together for about six. We got married in 2022. Um, I actually met her at a wedding. I was performing a wedding ceremony and she was the bride and we ended up hooking up. No, oh, that's- I was say, <laughs> wow, that's a great story. That is. Um, I, I walked into this room and I see her standing there with a bunch of people. I start talking to her and I instantly fell in love with her. I went out on one date with her. I go, I'm done. That's it. You're the one. And we've been together ever since. And then I brought her into the business and we work side by side every day. Oh, that's awesome. That's a great love story. (laughs) Um, Yes. So, um, and kind of, if you want to tell people maybe what's so unique about how you do weddings versus maybe just like the normal wedding officiant, they could just, you know, go get, you're very unique. (laughs) Right. Well, one thing, you know, when I used to go to weddings, it used to be that same old dude who would stand up there and say the same thing and preaching the gospel and just just boring the hell out of everybody. When I started doing this and I did my friend's wedding for the first time and then expanded seven, eight thousand weddings later myself, I decided I was going to do something that was more entertaining, that was more about the couple, that was more unique, that every ceremony I do, even if it has similar words, it's unique to the couple. Like for instance, today I'm going. I'm going to do a Disney wedding. I, I do all the weddings for a lot of the weddings for Disney, and the theme is Winnie the Pooh. So I'm wearing a going to be wearing a yellow shirt or a yellow suit with a white shirt, looking like Winnie. Some ears, and I wrote their whole story using Winnie the Pooh analogies. Oh, I love that. That's awesome. Now so it, it makes it more personal. 
Right. Now, I don't know if you've done so many weddings, but is there one wedding that was probably the most like outrageous thing you've ever done um, that you can think of? I think one wedding really stands out to me that their wedding had gotten canceled because the groom had gotten a brain tumor. And so all the other vendors decided when he got healthy, we were going to give him a free wedding. And when I was interviewing them, talking to them about their wedding, he likes Star Wars. She likes Elvis. So I became Elvis Kenobi. Oh. <laughs> and you know, it was a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. She was your hunk of hunk of burning love. And uh, it was just, it was so much fun. And everybody loved it. And I was uber creative with it. Um, I've even done like Doctor Who weddings where we've done time travel sequences through the ceremony. And I've done weddings in a mankini. Before. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like from Borat. So. So people ask me to do the craziest things. And you know what? I'm ready for it. Yes. Oh, I love that. That's so awesome that you're willing to do whatever for your, you know, your clients. That's awesome. And my craft. Yeah. Well, you know, deep down, I'm an entertainer. I I made my TV debut at the age of 16 um, on the gong show. And I caught the bug there. And throughout my life, I've been doing, I've been one to entertain. When I started in this business, I decided, you know what? I want to make everybody's day. I want to make this the most amazing experience for everybody. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to use my acting ability to be able to do that. And my comedy ability. That's what I do every single day. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, you really got to use with this career that you've chosen. You really get to do a lot of different things, entertain people, help people make their dreams come true. That's awesome. And wear crazy jackets. <laughs> I love it. Um, so you said you started entertainment at the age of 16. So the gong show. So what did you do on that show? <laughs> so um, when I was a little kid, I found out that I had the ability to be a burper oh. and to do all different types of burps. Oh so I decided at 16, I would audition for the gong show. And when I walked in there and I did my act, the the host, Chuck Barris, just lost it. He just completely lost. He thought it was the greatest, silliest, funniest thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I go, you know what? I I like it. I, and I ended up losing. I got gong, but I won the worst act of the week award. And they kept inviting me back for other shows and specials. So throughout the years, as they gone through different intonations, I kept coming back, um, reprising my act. Oh, wow. That is awesome. <laughs> I thought I could make a living as a burper, but it's a very limited field. Right. (laughs) I figured I had to try and do other things. Yes. So after that, so what other things in the entertainment industry did you do after the gong show? Um, I did a lot of improv, improv workshop, improv shows, improv groups. Mm -hmm. I did a lot of other like game shows and TV shows. Remember the weirdest one I did was called Bobcat's Big Ass Show. I don't even remember what it was about, but it was with Bobcat Goldthwait. And he was just irreverent. Um, the most recent game show I did was You Bet Your Life with Jay Leno, which was really fun. They were really nice in there. Good. And uh, and then I got into the reality, the reality world. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that's uh, that's kind of what I love. I mean, I love I've always loved game shows since I was little. So game shows are always fun, too. Um, oh, I did The Weakest Link as well. Oh, oh my goodness. And I now, was The Weakest Link. Now, did you I, do it the original? The Not the original, the, oh. the second, the second one. Yes, I love that. But I, I had the whole thing. I had the whole thing set. I had my alliances, everything set. I was going to make it to the end, 
ended up well, backstabbing me. I got that was the weakest link and got voted off first. Oh no! But that's the, that's, that's a fun show. <laughs> it was fun. Yes, yes. Now was was is it Jane Lynch? Is she the host? Was she the host of I it? Think, or? I think she was back then. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. That's a fun show. Um, now, are there any game shows that you haven't done that you really want to do? Um, I'd love to do Jeopardy, but I figured out the reason why I can't do Jeopardy. I'm probably not smart. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I can't win. I can't win the I'm smart as a t- as a sixth grader game show. Okay, so <laughs> did you do that one too? No, I didn't. Oh, but I, I don't. I, you know, playing at home, I'm like, oh my right. gosh, I could never do anything like this. Yeah, but I love, I love, I love doing the game shows. I did a few other little ones. That I don't even remember what they were, mm-hmm. but you know, they're just. They're fun, stupid, silly fun. I did a lot of pilots for game shows because the casting directors knew me. And some of them didn't go anywhere, but they were still fun to do. Right. No, that's awesome. And then I get approached by uh, the uh, 90 Day Fiance people. And they go, would you like to do one of our weddings? Now, I didn't know what 90 Day Fiance was at that time. They, they were they were kind of just in their first couple of years and it wasn't a giant hit at that time. So I married the most craziest couple of all the couples i think on 90 day fiance and that was george and anfisa oh uh the crazy russian bride right Right. george i guess who went to jail and all these crazy things happened but they were really they were really really sweet really really nice and you know it's fun with reality shows um like that is it's it's not always the way it was shot or it was Mm -hmm. it it was shot differently and then edited um, differently than mm-hmm. the way it was performed, but that's reality shows in general, right? Um, except for the one, you know, the prank panel that was as you see it. There was no changing of stuff. That was pure run right on absolute emotion from from the from the beginning to the end. Yeah, and, and so that's the thing I liked about it too. Right, that's awesome. Um, yeah, definitely, reality can be a, a different kind of beast. Um, but I know the prank panel is a very, obviously the prank panel is a fun show and, um, you know, different than obviously 90 day fiance, but so right. you said you did 90 day fiance. And then you also told me you did another TLC show that people right, which might was, remember, which was spouse house. Mm-hmm. They put a bunch of singles into the house and then they want to see who's going to come out and end up getting married. And we ended up marrying two of the couples, oh. but my favorite part of the editing on that, was, you know, the one word thing I would say, if there's anybody here who has just cause with this couple should not be united. And at that point, and, and that was just like a 30 second or 10 second thing, but they made that, that moment last for like 30 seconds. And they were panning the audience waiting for somebody to say, you know, it was really cool. It was really fun the way they did it. And, uh, and so the editing in that case made it amazing and, and just really, really fun. Yes. Uh, now, um, before we talk about the prank panel, now, since you have a very unique business, uh, and I think, have you ever thought or would you ever want to do like your own kind of reality show, kind of showcasing different weddings or, you know? Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I think that would be a cool concept for you to do. As well, as I've, as I've been pitching it for years. Um, I was on, I had been pitching it with TLC at one time. I got up to like the third level waiting for like that final signature and then you know, the market was weird. Oh, we don't like wedding shows anymore. We don't want to do that. But uh, you can, in fact, if you go to my website, greatofficients.com, and you go to our uh, on CS on TV page, you'll be able to see the latest one that we had done trying to get that one through oh. called Wicked, Wicked Crazy Weddings. And just 
pictures of me doing t- different types of weddings and and how things work here at my wedding chapel and just the silliness that goes on. Yes. And, well, yeah. and in addition to this, I do have another business. Ooh. It's a singing telegram business. Oh. Where I, I, wear, I have 20 different costumes that I wear, not simultaneously. But I mean, I have 20 different characters to choose from. I go out for birthday parties, um, anniversaries, apologies, uh, all sorts of crazy stuff. Yeah. So people ask me to do the craziest things all the time. Believe me, I've seen the crazy. For people uh-huh. confronting the the cheating girl who was cheating with their husband, to somebody wanting to make, make, make him jealous, to one guy who wanted to apologize for yelling at his girlfriend, and she wouldn't open the door, so I just sang in the front doorstep. So everything you can imagine I've done in my singing telegram business as well. Oh, that's awesome. Um, now obviously with the prank panel, so your wife was on the show with you and stuff, but so with this business, um, obviously her coming into it, how did she, um, from the jump, did you kind of tell her that you wanted her to kind of be a part of it? You know, how'd she feel? Oh, no. Oh, you had no clue. She had from day one, she had no clue. The hardest part for me is I had to keep this a secret from her for three months while it was in pre-production and production. I had, I could not say a word. A, I had, you know, signed a NDA that I couldn't say anything, but B, that would have blown the whole thing. Right. So she just knew that I was going up to LA and I told her, yeah, I'm trying to get onto this new TV show. They made me sign an NDA. Um, I really can't tell you anything about it. Um, and then, you know, before I would go, you know, we would have to make sure we do health checks and things like that. So she thought that every time that I was going away, she thought that I was having an affair. Oh no. And she, right before we did that taping of the first day, or the you know the, the the prank itself, she said to her sister, "I think we're going to have to move out. I think he's seeing somebody else." Mm-hmm. So I know at that point that she knew nothing about it. Mm-hmm. In fact, I was worried one time because I came home and she was watching TV. She was watching something with Johnny Knoxville in it. I'm like, "Oh my God, she knows. She knows." She it just was that happenstance that I walked in right when she was watching uh, an episode of Family Feud with him on it. Oh, wow. Uh, it was just a weird coincidence. She had no clue at any time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had to make up, you know, excuses why I couldn't do this particular wedding, that I had a big meeting with a big account and that she had to take it over. And she agreed to take it over. Mm-hmm. And And we knew, she knew who the wedding planner was. So it gave it credibility. We worked out all the all the coolest things that would make it work were all done in the back end. So we could make sure that when she showed up, it was absolutely genuine, absolutely unique and absolutely her true feelings because I prank her all the time. Oh. <laughs> I get her all, all the, I mean, all the time, mm-hmm. uh, pretty much every day I prank her with something. Oh. You know, so I knew that if I could keep this a secret, which I did, and we were able to prank her with the stuff that we talked about. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. She was going to lose her shit. Yeah, and if you watch the episode, you know she lost her shit. <laughs> yes, and they loved us mm-hmm. for sure. Yes, it was very funny. Um, so kind of going into it for people. So, um, with the prank, what kind of to make this a unique experience? Obviously, different and obviously crazy. Um, you know, for TV, what kind of things did you come up with a lot of the elements of it or did you kind of collaborate with everyone and you guys all kind of came up with the best things? It it was a collaborative effort. So in the show, it's kind of like, um, uh, it's, it's kind of like a combination between Shark Tank 
and punked. Mm. Where I had to pitch my idea in front of the celebrity panel, Gabby, Eric Andre, and Johnny Knoxville. And I had to pitch my idea in front of them. And then they said, oh, yes, we'll do it. So I said, basically, I want to do a wedding prank. And, I, and it was very generic. And they we didn't have very many details at first. But I knew that if, if we're in the wedding genre, and that's what I do for a living, that I could pull off this most amazing wedding prank. No matter what the details were in the middle and the producing of it, I knew that that basic idea is something we built upon. Then we would go into and do some production and kind of come up with ideas of, of what would be the best prank. And they came up with some amazing idea. I mean, these guys are specialists at that. Mm-hmm. So working together, we created things and there was things, oh, that's not going to work. That's not going to work. And let's, let's tune it to make sure that when this happens, we absolutely can pull it off. And oh my God, every little thing that we pulled off, every special idea and, and happenstance that, that they came up with, that we came up with together worked perfectly. Yeah. There was, there was not, there was no room for, there's no margin for error because we made sure we had everything, everything set up from the moment that she would arrive to the moment she found out that she was being pranked. Everything was just, just set up. Right. Yes. And it was done perfectly. Yeah. And they exceeded my expectations. Um, you know, they show me in the control room with, with Johnny Knoxville while the prank is going on. And I am just amazed at the, the level of, um, the the levels they went to to make this happen. I mean, I'm sure they spent a lot of money on this because this was a real wedding. Mm. In fact, the place where we did the prank at was the venue where I met my wife. Oh, now did you do so that on it purpose? Was, or? It, it just worked out that way. That, wow. that when, when I when they told me where it was, I'm like, oh my god, that's where I met my wife. That's where I saw her for the first time, just ten feet away from uh from where we we're doing the prank. So that even made it more special for me. And more special for her. And I'll tell you, when, when it was all over and we went out afterwards, we, we still laugh about it. We still laugh about it every single day. We go over every little moment of that day and uh, and show how things happen. Yes. Now, um, so you said that was a real wedding that was going on. It was, well, it was a, it was supposed, it was made as a Oh, wedding. okay, were, yes. Everybody, everybody there was actors except okay. for people who, who weren't. Yeah, like they had two plants in the audience. Two of the waitresses mm-hmm. um, were, were were pranked, so they didn't have any clue what was going on. But everybody else in that room knew exactly what was going on, except for my wife and the four plants and the four uh, guests in the audience. Everybody else was a paid actor, and they all played their roles perfectly. Um, there's a moment where the one woman falls into the cake table, and Oh my God, that just worked out perfectly watching my wife's expression when that happens. And it just sent her into a spinoff because all of a sudden now everything is going crazy. Things are going crazy around her, but my wife's a professional. She knew, she knows she needed to get that, that wedding done. You know, no matter what she needed to get up there, do the vows, take the script that, that we had written for her and, uh, and perform that in front of everybody. And, uh, and she had no clue at any time until things, she, you could just see it in her eyes, like something's not right. Mm-hmm. And after, after the, they, the couple divulges to her that I, I don't know if I can say it yet, but I guess I can since it's already out. Yeah. When the couple divulges that they're brother and sister and that she just married a brother and sister, she just kind of slinks around the table. She's like, Oh no, what did I do? 
And then the next prank part of it happens. And she's like, what's going on? And then the next part and her head is just spinning. Right. And when she sees me coming out in the handcuffs, uh-huh. she, loses, she loses her shit. Yeah. And so it was just, just every little moment just was there to terrify her more and more. Everything around the corner just got her, got her here, got her there, got her there. And finally, when it was the reveal, and I knew she would hit me. I knew she would <laughs> yes. punch me in the chest, and she did. Uh huh. But then what was unexpected to me was her reaction when she got to see Johnny Knoxville. It's mm-hmm. like, I brought Johnny Knoxville here. And she's like, and she just oh. totally loved that moment. And, yes. <laughs> and they loved us. They loved us too. I mean, it was that great, really, because I think, in my mind, I think we were the best prank of the whole show. And, you know, several of the producers said that it was their favorites. And we like that. All although the whole show is amazing. I just watched the new episode this morning and they're all really good. Each prank is unique and different and really pulls on different emotional strings. And uh, so it's so fun to watch people going through the, the, excitement that i went through doing their own pranks and that's why i'm enjoying watching the other episodes of the show yes well yeah it's yeah it's a fun show and definitely so creative now um now that you talked to your wife after this experience so what did she say she was thinking during during the prank during those moments like what what was going through her head what was going through her head is she didn't want to make a mistake because she knew that the planner was a personal friend and a very high-end planner Mm-hmm. And she didn't want to mess it up. She she goes in in my heart. This this everything's going sideways. But but I got to do this for my honey. I got to get through this. I got to make it through it. No matter what's going to happen, I'm going to be there, and I'll I'll have done it to take his place. Right. Because I told her originally I was going to do it, but I needed her to take my place. Mm-hmm. And so she said, I I need to do everything I can. Mm-hmm. And she was she was wonderful. She was cordial. No matter what things were going on around her, she knew she had to plod through. Uh huh. That's what yes. I love about her. That's Aww. why I love her so much. Uh-huh. Is she'll do everything for me to make my life easy. I do the same thing for her. I want to make her the happiest woman in the world. Mm-hmm. And uh, and she's just an amazing person. So when I knew I was going to do this, I knew that she would follow it down the road, down that rabbit hole as far as we sent her. Yes. Uh, until she popped out at the end. Right. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. Um, now, um, after this show, um, you know, what has your business been like? Obviously, being on such a, you know, it's a big show and obviously it's very successful now. You know, have a lot of people been inquiring about, you know, doing their weddings and, you know, what kind of exposure has this brought for you? Actually, it's brought really great exposure. Um, you know, I get, in fact, I got a weird email yesterday saying from somebody, hey, I just watched your show and where did you get that suit? Not this one, but the one I was wearing um, during the, the panel part at the end, where did you get that suit? And so I turned them on to the place where I buy my suits. Uh-huh. And But it's like random questions I'm getting from people. Um, I got recognized in the supermarket yesterday oh. um, from a couple whose wedding I did like four years ago. I just walking through the supermarket. Oh my God, Alan, you did our wedding. We just saw you on TV. And now that the show is, is on its season, you know, which started July 9th and it comes on every Sunday on ABC. And then the day after on Hulu, um, I'm getting tons of people to see this. And then they see me, they say, watch the first show. They watch the first prank. They see me and then they're getting weddings and they look me up or they've heard about me. Everybody in my industry knows about it. 
believe me, I've made sure that everybody in my industry knows that I'm on TV. Uh huh. <laughs> because you know, first off, I'm, I'm always on TV because I'm always on the news. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm like the most famous guy. I do these promotions for um, Valentine's Day where we do weddings for fourteen dollars, and so I get the news crews there every year. I get the news crews there for for funny, silly events that we're doing, and so I'm a I'm a PR machine. Uh huh. And then I reached out to one of the greatest uh, the uh, podcasters oh, in the world. Thank you, thank you. And you decided to do my show. Yes. Have me on your show. So, yes. Uh, yes. That's exciting. Um, now, so how can people, if they do want you to do their wedding, what kind of things can they reach out to? You obviously you travel, right? So you can go wherever and, you know, what kind of things, uh, you know, how can people kind of get you to do their wedding? Um, basically, just go to my website, greatofficients.com, and I'll fill out the availability form, and, and we'll talk and see uh, see what we can get happening. I'm based in L.A., in Southern California, uh, but I have traveled all over the world to do weddings. So is my team. So so we make it we make it really cool. And I'm always pranking people. Like this weekend, I was doing a wedding, and we're standing on this cliff. This backyard is a cliff overlooking the ocean, and the groom had handed me the box with the rings in them. Uh-huh. As soon as he walked back, he goes, we got to finish getting ready. I just wanted you to have the rings. I took the rings out of the box. I handed the rings to his son who hid them in his pocket. Oh my now God. I have the box of rings during the ceremony. I'm like, okay, now these rings, they represent your unbroken circle. And I bobble it over the cliff. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and everyone's like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. I go, I guess I get the real ones from your son. And then I went and got the real ones from him. And they were like, oh. <laughs> And I've done that prank a lot, but one time when I did that prank, when I threw the ring box at the, when we were at the beach, a seagull comes down, picks up the rings in its mouth, and flies off with the rings. Oh, no. And everybody's chasing the bird down the street until it eventually dropped it, like, you know, 300 yards down the beach. And I go, no, we got the real ones right here. And, oh, God, it was hilarity. Yes, yes. Oh, that's awesome. Now, where, where's been your favorite place that you traveled to do a wedding or where, where you've done one? Um, I think one of the coolest places I did it was in Israel. Um, it was my, um, my best friend who I grew up with. His son was living there and they never really had that thing. They just had signed papers. And so they wanted to find this mountaintop to do this wedding on. And so I met them at this mountaintop. And I did their wedding standing on top of this mountain overlooking the valleys below. Uh-huh. And it was it was really epic. Yes. And then another really cool one is before same-sex marriage was legal, um, I had, in all the states, I had legally married a couple in California. And then when they were doing their big wedding in New York, they flew me to New York to do it in front of all of their friends. And it, it just stuff like that was just so special to me. Oh. Now, what was your wedding like? Obviously, since you're a big wedding guy, did you do some crazy things for your own wedding? <laughs> yeah, actually, I did. Um, so since I have a whole team of officiants, there's no way I could decide who would do my ceremony. Uh-huh. Uh, so we we booked our wedding or our reception during our company meeting. Mm-hmm. So that way, all of my ministers would be there. And after the company meeting, I gave everybody a script, which had one line in it. We're gathered here. To celebrate, blah, 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 blah. And at the end, we all pronounce you husband and wife. And then they gave each other a kiss. Oh, that is awesome. And then we were at this place called the Porsche Center. So mm-hmm. then we loaded everybody up into Porsches, into these uh, 
electric tie cans and took them around this track at, at 180 miles an hour. Uh-huh. And, uh, celebrated the rush. Yes. Now, the other thing, obviously, if people see your show or see, you know, see your business and say, I want to be an officiant like that, what kind of uh, advice or things would you give to someone that really that, you know, thinks this would be a cool idea to do? Um, I'd say before you do it, do all of your research. Don't do it half assed. Don't. I mean, I'm an entertainer, so Mm -hmm. it just came naturally to me. I mean, after I did my first wedding, they're like, quit your job. This is what you should be doing for life. Uh-huh. If you look at it a theo- theological way, eh, you're not gonna you're not gonna do it right. If you think of it as an entertainment way, like um in Friends, Joey was a ministainer. Uh-huh. Right? He was a minister and an entertainer. He was a ministainer. Uh-huh. That's how I look at what I do. I'm a ministainer. Uh huh. Right. Oh, and another piece of reality that reality showness that touches my life is uh, I'm a big fan of the TV show Survivor. Um, never missed an episode. I have some great survivor stories, but we got invited to the finale show, which they used to do live at, in the studio. Mm-hmm. And so I took my wife to that. And right before the show started, right before it went live on the air, I go, Oh, let's check out the stage. So we walked in front of the stage in front of the entire survivor studio audience. And I got down on one knee and I proposed to her during the survivor finale show before oh, it went goodness. on air. Oh, that is um, awesome. So reality has been in my life forever. Uh huh. Right. That's awesome. Now, um, are you and your wife, are you besides Survivor and obviously the prank panel and some other shows? What other reality shows do you like? Do you like to watch any in your spare time? Any guilty pleasures that you guys have? Um, we, um, the, the, uh, we watch a little bit of everything. Uh-huh. You know, my, my, my sister in law, um, watches stuff that we watch alongside her. But we're just so busy, we really don't have time to do it. When we get home at night, I mean, we work 14, 15-hour days. Right. So when we get home at night, we don't have much time to do it. But God, anything that's that's drama and creative, we love to watch. Oh, good. Yes, that's awesome. Um, now, I'm... Uh, oh, amazing okay. Race. An amazing oh, Race. Amazing, amazing Race is good, too. Yes. Um, now, um, where do you see your business and everything going from here. Cause obviously the sky's the limit with what you can do now. And obviously you see with this, you know, doing this show and stuff, you know, dreams can come true. So, uh, you know, what kind of things do you kind of want to do for your business, you know, moving um, forward? I, I, the thing I really want to do with my business is show people that they don't have to have the same boring wedding. And I want to be able to expand my wedding business across the country. Mm-hmm. To be able to help people who want that unique style ceremony and not be stuck with, oh, well, all we can do is this and this boring old dude. I want to find people. I want to find talent like me all over the U.S. who can give people that unique type of ceremony that I provide. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to do. And it's hard to do. Finding people you can trust, finding people who won't not show up, you know, finding people who will do their job is not easy. Right. And I mean, I've been doing this for years. I mean, we do 2000 weddings a year and luckily I have all my people show up Mm -hmm. Um, and occasionally there's a problem. Occasionally there's traffic or there's a a scheduling thing, but we deal with it. But I've have had it in the past a long time ago where people were just not savory. Mm -hmm. They would try to steal business. They would not show up. They would show up late. They would have a bad attitude. So it's, it's tough to be able to find the right mix of people. But we've been able to refine that. 
get rid of the people who aren't cutting it and really bring people in who really want to say, hey, I want to make somebody's day. So go ahead. Let's make their day. (laughs) Now, lastly, um, so if you could do any celebrities wedding, if there's a celebrity couple or something that you could do, um, whose wedding do you think you would do and what kind of ideas would you maybe have for them? Well, one of the most recent biggest weddings that we just did was Madonna's wedding. Oh, no, Madonna, wow. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Britney Spears. Madonna. We're, we're going to see Madonna. We were just talking about it. We just did Britney Spears wedding. Oh, really? You did? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so there's a, there's videos of it on our website of one of our guys doing the ceremony. Uh-huh. And, uh, and that was, that was great. We got to, we got to meet them and they were really, really nice. And we, uh, we, we, we love doing celebrity weddings. I've done a lot, a lot of celebrity weddings I've done. I can't talk about. Mm-hmm. I have, you know, right. But as long as it's published in the news and our pictures are there, um, it's, it's fair game. But uh, yeah, uh, Brittany chose a great officiant to do her wedding. That's awesome. Now, now, what did you do for her wedding? What did the officiant do? Um, you know, what's weird is celebrities aren't about the show. They just want it very strict. And, you know, and I talk to wedding planners about this all the time. They go, yeah, the high end people. They don't want any da 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 type of wedding. They just want something normal, you know, blah 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 blah. So that's why I, we don't do, you know, well, we 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 don't really go crazy on those weddings because they don't want it. Mm-hmm. It's the normal people. It's the real people. It's the reality people that want to do it. Um, right. In a famous reality uh, people's wedding, they're the royalty family. They're a big YouTube. I don't know if you've heard of them. They're, they're a big YouTube family. Uh-huh. And, and the, the wedding that we did for them, over 5 million views. Mm-hmm. Maybe, I don't know. It's just, it's been viewed more times than I've ever been viewed before. So, right. So oh, it's, it's a pretty amazing thing. So, that was a great couple that we married as well. Yes. Oh. I wish, oh. I wish I could tell you about the, the biggest one that I did recently, a billionaire's wedding, but I can't. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> I understand. But yeah, well, thank you so much for doing this and, and reaching out and chatting with me. It was so fun. And I'm, I'm excited to see what you do in the future. And if you ever do another reality show, let me know. <laughs> Absolutely. And hey, prank panel on every Sunday on yeah. ABC. You got to watch it. Uh, and it's on Hulu the day after. And you can watch all the previous episodes that are streaming right now. That's a wrap for today's episode of Reality Talk with Jackson. Thanks for joining the conversation and keeping it real. If you enjoyed the show, we'd love for you to leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Reality Talk Podcast and on Twitter at JacksonSeth35 for even more behind-the-scenes content and updates. Stay tuned for more juicy reality TV interviews. And until next time, it's Jackson. See you guys later. Thank you.